So the first step to correct your status would be, I would create something called a non-taxpayer affidavit or even something called um, political status correction. Name, correct your name for the record. You, When your name was created on a birth certificate, they think they own this. So you have to learn how to create it in a private trust. The social security number is a trust. If you look it up, Social Security Trust Administration. It's a public administration. You have to learn how to create your private administration. So you can start with a church or even um, a tribe. You can correct your status with a tribe, a church. Um, it's called the Shahada with Muslims. I'm not sure what it's called with Jewish people, but they all undergo a status change. In the Christian community, it's called being baptized. So your baptismal certificate can be also correct your status, and you can use this um, to identify in the public. Everybody go to OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's D-O-N-K-I-L-A-M. You can subscribe there and get access to Don Kalam University at DonKalam.com. You can also follow me on the Instagram at D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. Again, that's D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. Much peace and love. Five, four, three. Peace and love. It's your boy Don Kalam in the building. Dream Keepers Radio, the podcast by the Gifted Guardians. I'm live from Orlando, yeah, and yeah. I have in the building with me Chief Amir and Minister Jason May. And hey, what's going on? How y'all feeling, man? Yeah, I'm feeling great. How are you, yeah, man? It's great to have y'all back down here in Orlando yeah. together, man. We doing good, man. Jason's my man. Y'all just I mean? met for the first time, man. Yeah. How was that? It was good. Long time coming. Long time we coming. Y'all went straight to business, too. As soon as you arrived, Chief. Right. I ain't put my bags down good Didn't enough. Didn't even put your bags down, man. <laughs> straight to business. Bags. And this is what we do on a, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You know, we even had a tribal meeting today yeah. with, um, what's her name, man? How do, how do you pronounce her name? Jamie. Bavana. No, Bavana. Shout out to Bavana, man. Shout out, shout out. Gang, gang, man. Yeah. <laughs> straight yeah, up, her man. Ernest. And Ernest, Ernest and Jamie, man, mm-hmm. they've been longtime members for a long time. They joined me right around the same time as you. Mm-hmm. But it's just a lot of people don't understand. They they understand the private life and they're staying on their square. Mm-hmm. They're, they there's road bumps, of course, with everything, but mm-hmm. they continue to stick with it, mm-hmm. you know. And um, Ernest does a lot of scripture. That's why he's drawn to you, yeah. Chief, mm-hmm. as he said. You you know the scripture. You know, with me and him, uh, we vibed out a lot. You know what I mean? I, I just think a lot of people loves my perspective because that's what I do. I just give perspectives on things. Um, and a lot of times they're Hebraic perspective or ancient culture perspectives on the scriptures. Because when you look at the scriptures, a lot of times, a lot of it's allegory. And so um, it deals with also things that you see, you know, and that's why you can't force anything on people. But you have to allow them to just that's right. Just hear it. And what is the spirit saying to them? That's right. I like that. That's a that's very major because um, that's a lot of people that you come because you've done what hundreds of calls now. Right, Jason. Oh, yeah. So with that, you, you they just need somebody to talk to about it. Oh, yeah. A lot of people need confidence. And but a lot of the people that do come to us is could be those that were actually forcing this knowledge on the people. Right. Oh, yeah. Agree? Right. Agree. Oh, Agree. yeah. So you can't force it. That's not love. Mm-mm. If you want somebody to be part of your tribe, you're not going to be forceful with it. You want them to be drawn to it naturally. Mm-hmm. That's oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah, they have to have uh, a natural draw because in the natural draw, that's how people really come together. You know, um, it was a it was a verse. It says, write the vision, make it plain that he who reads it will run with it. Right. And so a lot of times people think that when you have a vision, you just force it upon nobody. No, it says write the vision. So when you write it down, you make it plain 
those that is meant for those who have the resources, those who can see it will support it. So it's not going to be everybody. And that's what people got to understand when you're dealing with people, you're going out your network and it's not for everybody. And, and that's the same way with, um, we can say with our tribes or even our business. Mm-hmm. So Jason, yeah. you had to envision being a business owner, right? Oh yeah. So it's part of the vision. You have to be able to envision that mm-hmm. in the same way with the tribe. And you have a tribe called the Kadi Republic, correct? Yeah. Yep, Akati Nation Republic. That was something you had to envision. Yes, I had to envision that. And and, 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 that. and not to cut you short, but that vision has led you to some of the calls we had today. Yes. I had a I had a, a conference call with you, the tribal mm-hmm. call with you today. You mm-hmm. can can you speak on that? Can you speak yeah, on his, uh, his titles, <laughs> his position, what he's running yeah, for, he, all he, of that, man? Uh, my man, uh, my man Ron, he's uh, actually running for commissioner. Ron Gotti. Uh, yeah, Ron Gotti. He's actually Ron the Gotti for, family. Uh, Shout out to the Gotti. <laughs> But he's actually running for a county commissioner out there, you know, and so I had the privilege and the opportunity to even grace with him and talk with him. He's on out there on a property. He watches over the property and everything while they're even not there, you know, and we had really a great time together. You know, what I mean, like learning from each other. I told him what I was about, what I was doing, and he supports it. You know, what I mean, and so it's good that I know now that he's actually running for that office because of he's a great guy. You know, I mean, he's going to do and, great and, things. And yes. So this is, there's a difference between private and public. That's why a lot of people got to understand the difference between private and public. The public sector is the part of the economy, the part of the marketplace that the government controls. Mm-hmm. If you have a public bank account, it is controlled by the yes. government. You are not handing down wealth to future generations at all. Mm-hmm. Unless you learn how to utilize the private sector of a bank correctly. Mm-hmm. That's true. And you know, what's crazy and Jason, you would probably definitely agree is that, a lot of times people get in trouble when they're mixing the public and the private. That's it. You know, you mm-hmm. cannot mix the two because once you mix the two, it's a recipe for disaster. So if you're going to be in the public, you got to have to learn how to operate in the public via codes and regulations and things. If you're going to operate in the private, you're going to have to operate in the private with integrity, you know, because that's your moral compass, especially when you're in that private sector. I like that moral compass. Yes. I like that. Most it is. Compass. You got to be able to govern yourself. Yeah. That's it. I mean, that's that's part of being... If you if you don't know how to stay um, self-governed with natural law, this is why these codes and statutes are created mm-hmm. for those who cannot be self-governed. Most definitely. Oh, yeah. Where you're governing laws and stuff, you know, start at home with your parents. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Most and then, then, you know, they teach you the difference between right and wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like driving fast through town. You know, I don't do it because the sign tells me that I'm not supposed to. I do it because there's people around. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely. That's that moral compass that helps guide you. It is. And I mean, everybody should be held to that uh, standard. Well, some can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we're in America. So, right. so this is literally before you came, Chief. Um, what, I, what I had Jason studying was um, how they changed our language. Mm-hmm. The language controls your perception, mm-hmm. but literally, they the the language that we speak is called Babel. It's not we don't speak in Thou Shalt Nots no more. That's the true English language right. when it first started. And people from England speak English, mm-hmm. you know. But um, they they learn to punish the truth. Mm-hmm. The language punishes the truth, and that's why a fact can't enter the courtroom. And when you're you know when the kid spills the milk, right? Mm-hmm. And the kid gets in trouble for spilling the milk. It will try to lie to cover it up next time. Mm-hmm. So this creates multiple personality disorders. Mm-hmm bipolar disorders because you're 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 learning that the rewards of lying is greater than telling the truth most definitely and i definitely like that perspective you know and that's why it's very important like you said language you alter the language to control the people 
And once again, this is if you look at English, it really has no rules. It's a trade language. You know, it's the language of the traders. And so when you look at that language, a lot of times they strip our indigenous ancestors and stuff from our languages so that now that we can understand, have to learn the, the, the language of commerce. And this is why English is taught as second languages all over the world, because everyone has to understand, they have to have a one language to trade in. So English deals with UCC codes. It deals with all these things so that we can understand each other. I've, I've even talked to um, other people, nationalities. Like I have somebody, a friend that's Japanese. Mm-hmm. They said they, they like to think in their natural tongue because it invokes feelings from back home mm-hmm. that English can't do. Well, mm-hmm. Definitely. So the barrier. English language can actually be a barrier from from taking your mind to different, we could say, jurisdictions yes. to the realms. Because yes. all a jurisdiction is like a realm. It's a yeah. make-believe realm. Mm-hmm. But it's something that you created. Most definitely. And that's why it's important. And like you said, um, when you look at it, the ancient Semitic languages or you're looking at and you study the Semitic languages, um, it always reminds you of pictures. And that's why a lot of us are visual learners because of our languages always showed us visuals. You know, and so when you say anger, it's like, oh, OK, it's a ox with his nostrils flaring. So, you know, that this angry. So it always gives us a picture of what the word or expression means. And in English, you're trying to define something with another word. You can't. Right. You can't do that. That defeats right. the purpose of the definition. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, that's that's. On the scholar level, if you define the word with the word in it, you know, whether it's a root word, that's that's unacceptable. Most definitely. Yeah, and you know the conversation resonation most definitely. Um, so back to the to the um, where we have land in Crescent Valley. Mm-hmm. So we've had oh, up to 120 acres open up, mm-hmm. and um, we're looking to acquire this. Yes, start building upon it. Yes. Um, you you have connections. He's running for the county commissioner, mm-hmm. and um, they grow. They even grow cannabis. Yes, lots of it. Yes. They're definitely uh, and it's legal, correct? De- yes, they definitely have, especially because you know in Nevada, Nevada is a legal state. But the, but the but it's different in Vegas, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Las because you know we're in Las Vegas too. Yeah, but you can't just go around growing weed in Las Vegas. No, the rules in Las Vegas is you can grow up to five cannabis plants, but you have to be in I think a twenty-five mile radius from a dispensary, which would disqualify anybody in Vegas, right? Because you have to be within that limit, and there's dispensaries everywhere, right? And so that's kind of the drawback and the setback. And so that's the reason why it's good to go out into other counties and things like that. That doesn't have a local dispensary that's really close to your property so that you can have the ability to grow. That's, that's that I like, I like, so you have to be how far away from about 25, miles. 25 miles. You said, yeah. So somebody's already got one there. I mean, there's dispensaries everywhere though. Yeah. Yeah, that's the point. So it defeats the really, purpose. <laughs> you don't really live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And that's where, so our, we have a developing city where we're at. It's yeah. a developing city. You, we just got news that they're building a, a new apartment complex yep. there. Yeah, sixty-five units. Yep. Um, a restaurants up for sale for grabs. They need this for the miners. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and like a chief said in our episode that we've already done, mm-hmm. we got people that are actually you can work deals for life. You buy the land, mm-hmm. and you work deals for twenty, twenty-five years. I'm talking about it's money, monthly money for yeah. hotels, storage units, and all they do is. A lot of people don't understand this. Uh, a lot of wealthy people own the building, but they don't own the land. Right. Yeah. Right. The property. And that's that's the same way with the the United States corporations. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and I never understood that. I know my wife, she used to work for uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, and they had this multi-billion dollar business, I mean building, that they built on the land, but they was leasing. 
So they didn't own it. You see what I'm saying? And I never understood that until I got into real estate and owning and purchasing raw land and things like that. Like, like Don said, uh, you can literally take that, uh, take that raw land and then lease it out to a corporation or some, and they are paying you monthly to acquire that land. And once that, that agreement is up, you can choose to renew or they move out. And guess what? They're not moving to taking the building. And like, like, um, (laughs) like with Samir, we have connection with Samir. Mm -hmm. Some, with his hotels, he said they only they're only good for twenty twenty five years. They don't renew the contracts. Mm-hmm. They sell the building. Mm-hmm. Sell somebody else. They sell it, yeah, because they can't keep the. They have to have a new hotel mm-hmm. the way that um, Hiltons are set up or Marriotts. He's with Marriott mm-hmm. and Red Roof fans. So every twenty twenty five years, they can't even use the same building no more. Really? They, yeah, they'll sell it to an off brand hotel. And they'll they'll acquire it, mm-hmm. and that's how it works. Yeah, that's the game. So owning land is is like a monopoly, man. They're not making new land. No. And and that's why I always encourage people, you know, if you got money, you got to learn how to invest in land and buy a piece of America because America's for sale. You got to buy a piece of it because of if you're out here, you're spending money or whatever, clothes, all that stuff fades away. But land that's is right. there. You and, can pass that down. Said, food is free. Bring your own food. Yes. But yes. we're really... we're. Well, I was fortunate enough. I was going to buy some land in Colorado because it was beautiful. But I had that water rights. I had a lot of different things. There was a lot of different restrictions. And Chief was like, man, check this out. This is where I got land at. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a developing city. So I'm glad that I caught I caught wind of it when I did because it actually is. <coughs> they're still building it. Oh, yeah. You know, this city is still building. Mm-hmm. So well, there's still a lot of land across the American stuff that doesn't have stuff built on it. Oh, yeah, talk louder. We'll be back after a quick break. There's no such thing to practice law. It's called a bar card or a British accredited registry card. Um, They take an oath to uphold um, rules to the crown, which is in Britain. So there's no such thing to license practice law. If you look up Abraham Lincoln, he he was a lawyer. He wasn't an attorney. So... Attorneys might have to be licensed, but there's no such thing as a licensed lawyer. Um, again, it's called a British Credit Registry. It's, it's part of a membership. Um, it's like a fraternity, like the Freemasons or any other private club <coughs> or community that you'd be part of that you have to show your private membership. And this is what they do. Everybody go to OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's D-O-N-K-I-L-A-M. You can subscribe there and get access to Don Kalam University at DonKalam.com. You can also follow me on the Instagram at D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. Again, that's D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. Much peace and love. But I tell you this, though. Yes, there is a lot of land in America, but the problem is a lot of people want to be in cities and urban development and, and those type of developments because they want to have access to everything. Yeah. And that's the key. Right. You got to pay to play. That's it. And so when you're out and you're further out, just imagine even owning an acre of land or, or two. I don't suggest an acre. I suggest a five acre minimal. But if you own a five acres or one acre land, you can build on that. And even if you're 30, 45 minutes out of town, that's fine because- Hell, if you're in the city, you're you're driving. I know with me, if I want to go downtown Vegas or I want to go, you know, to the strip or something like that, that's about, you know, at least a 30 minute, 40 minute drive anyway. And you see, that's how I live anyways. I'm either in Lake Las Vegas or I'm in Summerlin. Yeah. I I always stay on the outskirts. Mm -hmm. In the same way with here in Orlando. Mm -hmm. 
You know, it's it's cheaper to go get you a, a nice house on the outskirts of Orlando than it would to live in Orlando. Oh, no, yeah, this community. Yeah. And yeah. you see, we live nice in gated communities, all of that, yeah. a lot cheaper. Then you get in Orlando, it's going to be multi-millions. Oh, no. I kind of live that way at home, you know, out of the right. country and just drive into town. Right, that's it. That's the way to live, man. Yeah, yeah you want to get out when you need to get out. Right, that's yeah. it. <laughs> Had that peace. Right, that's it. And that's what I love to do, man. But I haven't, like, we're going to start building on my land now. So I haven't got to experience the full effect like you have. Yeah, but you're about to, though. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm ready to just grow my own food. That's yeah. the main thing. Yeah. Being able to grow food for your own tribe, man. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's funny you say that because actually when you come into the land, you're supposed to plant a garden first. Wow, that's tight. Yeah. So when you come into the land, you're supposed to grow. Because remember, the food is for the nation. You're feeding the nation. And as you're learning and you're growing and you're cultivating that land, think about it. When I acquire land, I have to cultivate the land first. And then, so when we look at it, women is also symbolic of land. And right. so when we cultivate, we have to learn how to be husbandmen. Because remember, men, we're husbandmen, not because we get married, but it's our job to cultivate the earth. And so he give us the principles of cultivation, come into this land, work this land, own this land and learn how to cultivate the land. Because when you cultivate the land and you can understand what grows into that land, you will understand the seeds and things that you need to put into that land. And now you're husbandman because now you're cultivating it and you're watering it and you're watching it grow. And it's going to bring back, it's going to yield to you. This is why woman is symbolic to land, because when you take that woman, you watch her, you cultivate her, you you understand the type of seeds that she needs or what seed that she can take. You sow that seed into her. Now she's going to bring back what you deposited. You know, and that's why you women are resources. It. Yes, exactly. You're going to multiply. Oh, so, yeah. So on your land, you could just say that's it's set up for the Maeve tribe republic. Yeah. <laughs> Most yeah. definitely. You no, know, that's it. You're already in your own tribe. Mm -hmm. Hey, so I like that word. You said principles of cultivation. Mm -hmm. We need to copyright that, make that a book. Most man. definitely. I like that, man. Principles of cultivation. That's life. Mm -hmm. Learning the principles of cu cultivate. Yes. Because you said, even if I'm spending time with you, talking to you, I'm I'm, I'm planting my seeds yes. with you. You're sowing that seed. Yeah. That's the first thing you got to do when you get into the land. Got to have some food to eat. Mm -hmm. Food to eat. Need to cultivate it, grow it. Come on. And so that's why it's important, you know? And so everything that we do in life, even in business, let's even connect that now to business aspect. First, you have to have a vision. You have the vision. Now you have to cultivate that vision. Yeah. You know, how do you see your, your business growing? Where do you see your business going? And then you have to cultivate that. This is why I tell people, especially men, I say, hey, get a plant and grow that plant. And you will learn about husbandry. When you have to wake up That's and you deep. have to water that plant, you have to cultivate that seed. You have to call and it has to grow. You will learn and it will tell you a lot. And what I have found when I did it, I have found that I neglected it sometimes. Yeah, right. I mean, saying? that's life. It's yeah. even with a corporation. Yeah. You got to give it time and effort. You have to mm -hmm. water to your corporation in order yeah. to watch it grow. Your business. Yes, most definitely. Your That's a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's still a ship. Yeah. You're on the sea of commerce. Yep. You know, so you have to literally cultivate it. Mm -hmm. Everything is, that's why I said principles of cultivation, man. That's yeah. life. That's that, that that's universal laws it's right universal there. Universal law. Universal laws right there. Principles of cultivation. Mm -hmm. I like that, man. Yeah. We come from the earth. And so what better way to understand the earth? That's it. Is to cultivate the earth. Get your hands come from the and earth. get in there. That, and that's the earth. same way going with that 1099 OID process. There you go. Come from the earth. You're the original issue. You're the original issuer. 
you're the original issuer, everything, whether it's credit or debit. So whatever you put back, safe to say, it should come back to you, right? That's it. So when God said, my word don't return to me void, it shall accomplish wherever I sent it. That's the 1099 OID. That's it. Every time I put my credit out, it shall not return to me void. It shall come back with interest, That's deep, with increase. Deep, and all you have to do for the redemption process is turn in your receipts. There you go. That's it. That's redemption. It's cool. all accounting, man. <laughs> yeah. It's all cultivation. All cultivation, man. I like that, man. You're on to something there, bro. I'm telling you, man. It's all cultivation. cultivation. I got that star on my notes. <laughs> but, um, well, definitely. So also we was talking about Article 6. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, every individual has a right to a nationality. Every in the, and so where's, where's this coming from, the Article 6? And it's coming from the uh, UN resolution of um, indigenous nations, indigenous so people. The UN res- has a, their own resolution for indigenous people. Most definitely. That Article 6 sounds like a constitution. Yeah. So was this a constitution for indigenous people? You can look at it that way. And, and, like, we, and like I pointed out, mm-hmm. people always ask, what did Barack Obama do for black people? Well, not a lot. I mean, every, <laughs> but listen, listen, listen. Everybody got food steps, though. He upped yeah, them. But everybody got cell day, phones. He did enforce the rights to indigenous people and yes, indigenous tribes. So if you knew that you had a right to a nationality and quit claiming black and you claimed your tribe, your yes. nationality, yeah. your rights were intact. Yeah. And there was funding, a lot of different things going into play. That was changed when he left office, and I know, like even even the last uh, time that we we talked, you know, when we did our show, uh, people was asking me about the, um, you know, the nationality and things like that. And people got like you said, one thing that we have to look at and we have to learn is that number one, there's only two governments in America. There's the American government, and there's your indigenous government, and that's why I asked. Jason earlier, remember? I said, is the is the Eagles for the NFL? Are they a tribal organization? Yes, and they, they are. are. Yeah. Absolutely. And this is why everybody wears their uniforms and, and, and wears their stuff. Why. They, the NFL is what? It's a it's a it's an association. It's like a 508C1A. Yes. It's an unincorporated it's a association. Yes. And all their clubs are associations. That's why they compare them to the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. Is it's it? that simple for real. All they are is a private organization or a mm-hmm. private club, a, a, pri- a private franchise. With private owners. They got their, their own owners. flags. They got their own mascots. They got it all. They got their own land. Their own That's land. That's access to Turf. Come on. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And people pay their membership dues. Yup. They come they, in and they pay their taxes, ticket sales. That's yeah. it. Come on. It's a, it's a trial. How's the government get paid? Ticket sales. Ticket That's sales. That's right. Ticket, ticket sales. Yeah. yeah. You see? And, and, and. They're already doing this, and it's already put in front of us. Now, we have to understand is this. How come I'm not getting the remedy? How come, well, remedy is not for individuals. It's for tribal people. Who do you recognize yourself with? Who do who are you with? Who are you lined up with? And, and once so, again, like I talked about before, the blood on the doorpost. You see what I'm saying? Salvation, deliverance, all that was for a household, a tribe. Well, what we was talking about, you was breaking down the rules that we have mm-hmm. um, amongst your, our private tribe, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, part being a part of the Akati Republic, there's rules when um, when being faced with public officials. Yes. There's certain rules. So with that being said, we can touch on those rules because there's certain ways you have to approach the cops and certain things you have to say. You have to enforce your rights 
out the gate. And like we said, they call Malcolm X, Mr. Malcolm X. Yes. Malcolm X would go get his tribe out. Yes. And that was the thing. And, and, and so a lot of times we think when we're faced with law enforcement is that we have to be belligerent. You don't have to be. Look, if you know who you are and you know who you what you what you do and when you stand on your square, right, you don't have to be belligerent to anybody. I could be very respectful and still get my point across. But it's I always learned that anger is is actually hurt. And so a lot of times we get angry as we hurt. And a lot of times our hurt is internal and we don't know how to like kids. This is why they say, you know, you're a minor. You don't know how to eloquently you don't know how to represent yourself. So you need someone to talk for you. Yes. And so now when we get older, we thinking, oh, because I'm 18, I'm an adult. No, you're 18. You have to understand that you can enter into contracts, but you also have to know how to represent yourself. And that's why and you're not able to represent yourself. This is why you need an attorney appointed to you when you are the attorney, in fact. Yeah. You know, and so once again, there's ways of handling law enforcement. There's way because they're doing their jobs at the end of the day, you know, whether we like it or agree or not, whatever. But the fact is, if you know who you are, then you know what you need to say. Well, we just had um, a web. What was that webinar last? last it was on Monday, wasn't it? Yeah. The webinar we had. Yeah, we had Monday. two people, Jason. Um, one of them you worked directly with. Um, for my piping members, I said work with them directly. That was Jamie Ernest. Yeah. But they got rid of a ticket, right? Oh yeah. And so did Raina. You want to speak on that a little bit? What they've done? Because you're you're going through a situation yourself with your son, right? Oh yeah, yeah. We had the uh, um, we had two speeding tickets, and of course we did the uh tax filing and everything on them and then really just on the front I wrote that I didn't consent uh, not pro-tunk and signed a UCC 1-308 uh, of course had it signed and notarized but then the courts didn't want to uh, they didn't want to accept it in whenever I took it over there so that's why I tell people don't take it in mail, mail it in I, when I did every, when I did all that in Nevada I never had any issues in Vegas mm-hmm. I kind of oh. wanted to see for myself if they would accept oh, it or man. not. But you see, that. so I, I shout out to Ernest because Ernest did go in mm-hmm. and sat down with the prosecuting attorney, showed him his name was a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said 20 minutes, they, they got rid of it. And Raina had a speaking t- speeding ticket, right? Did she talk to you about it when y'all had a call? Uh, yeah, she told me a little bit about it. Because I mean, she, she showed us on the, on the, uh, during the call. She sent us a picture of it. She's proud that she got rid of that ticket. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she just wrote it on the front of it. Small victories, man. Small that's victories. That's how you your man. confidence increase. But that's, you gotta understand a speeding ticket, that's not a court of record. No. no. They're, they're not lawful judges or anything. It's a court because you can sit and say so. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Administrative court. Administrative courts. That's all it is, man. Yeah. But with um with we're talking about the court, like I talked about Can't Touch This, that book I have, Can't <laughs> Touch This Diplom- <laughs> Diplomatic Community for Foreign Nationals. Like even Orlando Police Department, these municipalities have rules they have to adhere to to foreign nationals mm-hmm. and but that's why you have to have your tribe established correctly yeah. on paperwork most definitely you on the record have, you have to have your tribe established and you have to understand who you are when you overstand understand who you are then you know how to properly move and so hey i'm a foreign national right i'm an ambassador right, but you, yeah you I'm should an have an ambassador that exactly. is talked to on on the record yes with the county most definitely whoever you have to put this stuff on the record because you're dealing with them in commerce you're yeah. trading with them when you're on their roles that's commerce that's, that's if commerce. you're not friends with them you're enemies yes so you have to put it on the record who you are or you're considered like a, a outlaw or a gang you know what's funny it's, it's almost like when you go and traveling and they say hey are you traveling can you alert us 
that you know your 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 credit card is being used in another right. country or another state, and you alert them. It's the same thing. Same hey, thing. I'm coming here. Boom, boom. I'm putting this on record. I'm gonna be here, so you guys know. You know what I mean? Who I'm about. I mean, what I'm about. What I'm doing, so you don't be taken by surprise and like, oh. But you can alert them because you don't want your card to be canceled. Right. <laughs> credit card. You don't want your credit card to be canceled. The same way, you don't want them to mistake you. So. No offense to anybody, if you understand, this is a black desk. This is a black microphone. Black is an adjective. It's not a people. Right. So when you're identifying as black and they identify you as black, you're considered their property. Mm -hmm. So this is why you have to put it on the record as you're part of a nation or a tribe. Mm -hmm. And like you even said, you can get an EIN and put that you're a tribal government yeah. on the EIN. Yeah. And, and you know what's crazy is that, like, I want to go back to what you said about with that. So... The government has these things called franchise words and franchisees words like spouse, you know, black or Indian parents, parents, children, children mm -hmm. and and wife occupation. Right. You see what I'm saying? And things like that. And so those are words. Where the reason why they're called franchise words is because they own those words. And mm -hmm. so when you start to utilize those words, then guess what? You fall under that. You fall under that jurisdiction. Oh, you're in the vehicle. Vehicle, yeah. You're in a motor words. vehicle. Those are franchise words. And so when you say, I'm in my motor vehicle, well, you just admitted that. You can say motor conveyance. Right. If you're royalty, you can say that's your chariot. Mm -hmm. Those are that? different words you could state. Mm -hmm. yeah. These are my subjects in my chariot. These are my consorts, right? That's it. <laughs> you know, there's different words that you can use so that you don't be recognized with everybody else. Because, hey, you can't treat me common. You got to handle me right. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? And if if you handle me right, then blessings will come to you. But if you handle me wrong, then you, you're standing on the wrong end of that. You see what I'm saying? Right. Just look at him tell him you're a celebrity. <laughs> Everybody's dying to meet me. You stopped me, didn't you? That's right. <laughs> and then you asked who I was. I That's thought y'all right. already knew. That's right. Look me up. Gifted Guardian. Right. Y'all need my <laughs> autograph, right? That's right. That's right. right. Oh, Jason, man. We got the new book out called Check, Please. Yeah. It's doing good already. Yeah, too. we get number one in international law, international tax law, doing numbers, man. Turning monthly monthly statements into bills of credit. Look at that. Oh, yeah. First you thing know. you got to do is retitle it. So tell us about it, man. You retitle what? What you retitle? Retitle the bill. How you do this? You retitle the bill, man. Have you retitled any bills, Chief? Actually, yes, I'm there. You know, I've been working on the government, been doing that, but I'm on that part now. All right, so and Jason, Jason definitely been helping me, so you know, with that. Yeah, tell us, Jason. Tell us tell us about it, man. Well, I mean, it, there's different ways to retitle the bills, depending on what you're talking about. You know, if there's a power bill, then you just call and switch it over into the name of the business. And it's that simple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, most of the time, sometimes they might need you to fill a form out to switch it around. And like, people are just scared, man. Yeah. I mean, really, you're just... You're taking your name off of it and putting another name on it. And so like, I just want it's, to, it's good to have meetings with your tribe, man, mm -hmm. and to continue to go over this because there was something that I already knew that J you didn't know. You was talking to Jamie, and she literally told the IRS what to do, correct? Yeah. And you wasn't aware of that, even though I've already told you and gave you the paperwork again and showed you where it was. Yeah. But you were like, man, this is amazing. I'm like, that's what you're supposed to do. Because mm -hmm. you don't want that fucking do anything wrong oh yeah you don't yeah. want to do anything wrong no, so trying it, to do it right yeah so any numbers anything they have access to that mm -hmm. they have access to your life file man it's called a master file oh yeah so can you tell us what she did she just told them what to do 
she pretty much uh, took power of attorney, and then uh, she wrote him a letter and had them to do all of the. And they accepted it. Yeah. And, you know, Jamie talk, or Ernest talked to me today, too, and he said that, that when he called the IRS, he said uh, operational, mm-hmm. had they didn't have no access to it. Yeah, I think they must have had to go to talk to a supervisor or something about it. But yeah, yeah that's what he was saying. And he didn't have, they didn't have no access to his uh, IRS records. And his people higher up can only access it. Wow. I said, that's a good sign. Yes. Great sign. That's nice. Yes. Yeah, that's nice. They're doing all the books. Right. But they're not scared to talk and call them and ask questions. A lot of people be scared that the IRS is your friend. You know what's crazy is that, you know, after a doctor completes many years of schooling, he goes into this thing called practice. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. Even the attorneys. Come on. They practice. They practice. Yeah. Pra- yeah, so you got a private practice, you got a public practice. It's the same thing with the private market, the regulated market, and the unregulated market. So practice in action. You have to put this thing into play. And you're practicing. So as long as you keep practicing, and we're not talking about Island Iverson, practice, you know? long as you're practicing, you're going to get better. You're going to get confident. And a lot of times people are just scared to step out, you know? And once again, if you're scared to step out, then how would you ever be free? How would you ever be able to speak and say, hey, this is who I am if you're afraid to announce? Because confession is good for the soul. So if you can't confess who you are, if you can't confess and say, hey, this is what I need you to do. This is what I am. This is what I need right now. If you can't do that, then you're gonna be you're gonna be stuck. Okay, Usher Raymond confession. Yeah. <laughs> These are my confessions. Let's go. But that's it, man. The conversation runs the nation. Mm-hmm. It's the word. Mm-hmm. It's the spoken word. Mm-hmm. Abacadabra Creed, where I speak, the word utter and the word outer have the same root meaning. So what you utter becomes outer around you in your life. Yes. And they and you can you can tell me if this is true or not. Abracadabra means I create what I speak. They mm-hmm. say it's an ancient Hebrew word. Mm-hmm. Is it that is. true? Yeah, it is. And the whole concept that we have to look at is this, is that the word became flesh. So what does that mean? That means that your spoken word now can manifest in reality and whatever you speak will come into existence. And so if the word became flesh, just imagine the power that you have in your, in your speech. That's it. This is the reason why. So you look at a scripture that says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. That word destroyed is the word dama, which means silenced. So my people are silenced for a lack of intimacy. Think about that. So I don't have the ability to speak. There's power in my mouth, but I don't have the ability to speak. I don't have the ability to confess. I don't have the ability to declare. That means you're being destroyed. Pass the collection, pray. (laughs) Cash at the gifted guardians on the cash. Yes. And and that's why you said it's the abracadabra. Hey, I whatever I speak, I create. So if I don't speak, then you would never what? Create. You can't. And it's words of seed. With the words, you know, your your our words are charged with prospering power. Mm-hmm. Um, we have in the beginning the word in the in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word mm-hmm. was with the God. You come through the world through an ultra sound. Yes. You know, you know the scripture better than me. It mm-hmm. seems like you're adept in the scripture. Can you tell us how the walls of Jericho came tumbling down? Oh, it was it from a band beat? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was from them marching from around and them speaking. So the Hebrew word to ruah is the blowing of the shofar, but then you got a ruah, which is your mouth and you're speaking. So when you speak with confidence, you speak with boldness. Your walls, 
your whatever that's blocking you, whatever that's stopping you have to come down because you declared it. So that's the power of your words. And so when you get the belief behind that, when you understand who you are, when you start recognizing who you are and you speak it with authority, it has to it has to function. The power of words is it's so powerful that. It, it can I can we can create a fight over our words mm-hmm. if we wanted to. We can create a song mm-hmm. and the lady in the club can start moving her body, shaking her booty. Think mm-hmm. she's going to find love in the mm-hmm. club. That's how powerful words are. That's how powerful sound is. Somatics, it has an effect on our, to alter our spiritual movements. Mm-hmm. And then when you add the music to that, man, you, so now you have the word frequency and now you also have the, the vibrations and the frequency of the sounds and you put those together. This is the reason why I think about it. Every good thing is followed by music. You got funerals, you got weddings, you got Everything is followed by music. Even when you're coming out and you got the, you got, you know, your war cries and they about to fight. You got music. They taught us that even in the military, you had these taps and you had these things and you stopped because you listened to the music. And so the music is always preceding what's coming next. It's always doing that. And so now when you got the words behind it, just think about that. The words on the beat. Really, when you hear a sound or, or somebody say a word. It's our our mind is filling in the blanks and translating this into information mm-hmm. for our mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know if if these the sounds and tones if we're if we're around um, a newborn dog or somebody that's Chinese and don't speak no English, these this type of tone will have no effect on them mm-hmm. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. The same way with your program with the visualization aspect. Mm-hmm. This is why you got to understand the importance of visualization, the spoken word. Because literally, when somebody sends you a billing statement in the mail, that's their art form. Mm-hmm. All it is is a craft. Yeah, that's their craft. That makes sense, Chase? Oh, yeah. Okay, man. Yeah, that's their craft. I had to make sure, man, you still- I'm intrigued. Us. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, basically what we're doing, man, is, you know, we're coming from the spiritual aspect to teach you truly what a tax is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a contribution. It's a tax on your spirit, truthfully. You know, um, we're out here chasing the dollar when your labor is the money. Mm-hmm. We can barter and trade without money all day. Mm-hmm. Talent for a talent. Literally, like I tell you, people show up with cannabis donations for me. You know, the, if if whatever whatever is worth value. In the Bible, Abraham was the first millionaire. He was rich in cattle. Mm-hmm. Back then, cattle was money. Mm-hmm. We'll be back after a quick break. In a world where the tax system can seem overwhelming, one book is here to guide you towards financial empowerment. Introducing The Capitalizing Namepreneur, Unleashing the Power of Tax Credits by best-selling author Don Kalam. Are you looking to demystify the complexities of taxes and harness the power of tax credits? The Capitalizing Namepreneur provides an understanding of effectively utilizing your tax credits. Discover the secrets behind setting up a tax firm, understanding the strawman name, protecting your assets, and navigating the implications of the Social Security Trust Fund. Don Kalam's expertise shines through every page. It's like having a personal financial advisor by your side. Get your copy of The Capitalizing Namepreneur today and unlock the power of tax credits to enhance your financial well-being. 
Order your copy now and take control of your tax strategies. The Capitalizing Nampreneur Unleashing the Power of Tax Credits by Don Kalam Available now at leading bookstores and online. Get your copy today. Yeah. And it still is. You know, uh, just think about right now when you own cattle, just think about one cow is $1,000. Just look at it from that perspective. And so when you out and you driving in the open road in the country and you see all these cattle, I just look at it, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000. That's a lot of money. But then the crazy part is, is that now when you own the cattle, this is why the slaughtering system was in the play because you understand value. Hey, I raised this thing up. Now when I mess up, now something has to die. Yeah. And that's how we look at even in our credit. We are creditors. We're not debtors. We're the original creditors. And so when we mess up, now we're indebted. Now something has to die. And what died? Our sovereignty. What died? Our, our, they took our credit from us. You see what I'm saying? Now we have to get back into right standing. Yes. And the way to do that is with the Unincorporated Association. Yes. Yes. Because it's not, you said this, I like the word that you use. It's not, it's not registered, mm-hmm. which means the Regis means king. You're giving it up to the crown. Mm-hmm. It's not registered with the state of states. No. And it's, speaking of that, you can, when you, when you, when you, when you're recognized as a, a lawful tribe, mm-hmm. you create your own patents of nobility. Yes. Patents of nativity, your own birth certificates through the tribe. You can be a baptismal certificate, but you put them on, you update the record with the higher courts of justice. Mm-hmm. Um, even with the what's it called, Ben, um, the Jewish, the Jewish law. Oh, ben, oh, oh no, you talking about the Bet Din, the Bet House Din, of Judgment? Yeah, Bet yeah, Din. Yeah, yeah. So you know that's that's your that's your jurisdiction mm-hmm. for a court. Yeah. So every tribe is is a government, and every tribe also has uh, a tribunal or a place of judgment. Now, depending on. Your your jurisdiction depends on your constitution and how you and deal yeah, with things. And you said that was part with, with 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 your organization when you your tribe when you're teaching people. That's that's the first thing that you enforce with the judge mm-hmm. is to let them know you want a tribal council. Yes, a tribal council. Hey, I need tribal jurors. I need because I am indigenous. And if you're a I'm Catholic, you got access to um, a canon law lawyer. Mm-hmm. If you're a Muslim, you have access to people that practice, to, it's called the Sharia law. Mm-hmm. Yep, the Sharia law. Yes, most you definitely. Know? So you got to understand this when you're, when you're doing court and you're in the higher courts of justice. If you're going in there identifying with a birth certificate, you're a Roman slave still. Mm-hmm. They cannot talk to you. Mm-hmm. You're not of the royal blood. Mm-hmm. You literally give up your royal hearship. Because prosperity is your divine birthright. That's, I've been saying this forever. Yes. You give it up when you claim you're a taxpayer. You're claiming these documents. Yep. And that's mm-hmm. why I, I strongly say, no, we don't authenticate a birth certificate. The only thing you're supposed to authenticate is the things that you create. That's it. You can only control what you create. Tell them and, again, and Chief. The only things that you authenticate is the things that you create. So when you read the book of Esther, uh, chapter 8, verse 8, it talks about sealing it with the king's ring. And so once again, king is sovereignty and a king has his own writs. It has his own decrees. It has his own laws. And so when they had the seal, the king wore a raised ring. And on that raised ring, when it sealed the uh, the documents or the clay, it showed that it showed his seal, his seal signifying it is authenticated. And guess what? No courts, no higher jurisdiction can go against that. And that's how we sealed music. We put it on wax. Mm-hmm. Same way. It's the same it's the way. Same frequency. 
That's why they always try to change the vibration. Mm -hmm. But you don't even know the effect of putting your music on wax. Mm -hmm. That's why we got all the breakdancing. We got the spirit flowing. Yes. Mm -hmm. You got airwax in your ear. All this stuff plays, it has a big part, man. And it's the words. And and that's the thing. And so I decree, I declare, and I seal it. It's authenticated. That's it. No one can come against it. No one can rebuke it. And you showed us the code. Do you know it offhand? The, Let's go. The, the uh, authentication to the Secretary of State where you can become the one who can authenticate things? Oh, I don't know the code, but if if people will look up the authentication and understand and, and, and really read that, you will find it that once you authenticate it with your seal, it's it's thumb, legit. It it's sufficient. It could be a thumbprint. public, you can get your own corporate seal. That's mm-hmm. what they do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, they uh they use their own corporate seal. Like you see it, they put their logos on everything, you know, and that's what it is. Logos is Greek for word. Logos, yes, for the symbol, you know, sigil. You got to think about too a sigil, yep. logos and sigil. Yep. Logos literally has a direct effect on your spiritual mind's eye. Mm-hmm. You know, similar like the logos for Starbucks. That's mm-hmm. a naked mermaid right yeah. there, and it's Greek. Like I said, logos is the Greek word for word. Yeah, it's all Greek. And so here it is. The word the went word. forth. Yes. What was his word? My seal, my logo. This it. speaks for me. That's why they got um, games out that says, hey, what, name these logos. And everybody can name them because subconsciously, you know, that yeah, that I logo mean, is like what the, the corporation. Like the NBA, too. Mm-hmm. That's a private tribal yes. tribunal. They got their own logos, mm-hmm. their own mascots. Yeah. They have you know, their own banners. And, and, and that's how America's established, too, with the tribe frequencies, the CBSs. The NBCs, uh-huh. these are tri-frequencies with logos that capture you. Like, look at CBS. That's the mind's eye. That's the eye of horse. Uh-huh. Peacock yeah. feathers yes. representing the chakras on the NBC. Yes. Yeah. You know, NBC really stands for, uh, you know what it stands for? No. No black comedy. <laughs> <laughs> CBS stands for colorless broadcasting. <laughs> but, um, you know. Shout out. Shout out to the radio stage. This is why we're doing our right. thing. Shout you know out what to mean? Dreamkeepers Radio, Shout man. out to Dreamkeepers Radio. Shout out to radio. PBS. Too. Yeah. I still watch PBS, man. <laughs> Patch and Broken Sales. That's mm-hmm. what I call it, man. Reading really Rainbow, man. Really you know, Rainbow, all that stuff. Man. We learned a lot on that stuff. But yeah. Yeah, frequencies. And that's the thing. And so this is the reason why, you know, too, when you look at um, wealthy Somatics. people, they oh, own. Yeah. So that's what I want to say. Uh, not to cut you short. You said that it's the it's the it's the wavelength, it's the vibe, it's the mm-hmm. sound, the frequencies. Mm-hmm. When birds in the morning, you hear the birds mm-hmm. chirp, right? Mm-hmm. It is to alert plants and everything that it, it, it's time to wake up. Yeah. It's, it's about the sun's about to come up, yeah. and the bird chirp has the same frequency as like playing classical music. Mm-hmm. And they said they was playing classical music to their plants, and it just kept growing and growing and growing. I mean, think about it. Like uh, when you're on a farm, and you have a rooster. As soon as the sunrise, it it knows. And it's funny because when I was in Africa, they said, you see these goats? We don't cap them. We don't keep them in cages. We don't do anything. That goat leaves. Once the sun comes down, it automatically comes back. And I seen it. And I was like, wow, yeah. It says they already know because they're in tuned. The only thing that God creation that is out of order is human beings and, and men and women. We don't do what we're created to do. But That's everything right. else That's functions right. the way it's supposed to function. But when the and, man and woman get a hold of it, and we destroy it, and that's how that's, that's yeah, that's part of in this community. I keep telling you, Jason, you get to know yourself, so you know your royalty. Mm-hmm. You get to know yourself. You get that mindset. You know that you're a king. Mm-hmm. You know that you're sovereign. Then everything else will fall into play. This paperwork will make sense. Yes, your life will make sense when you when you define your purpose in life. Mm-hmm. 
everything makes sense. You don't have to second guess anything because in order to be royalty is to be decisive instead of indecisive. We're out here being indecisive, not knowing what to do. You don't even know who you truly are because you're letting paper define who you are. And paper is dead. Corporations is dead. It's voodoo. Right. So why, why, if you want to get into that, that's cool. But why? When you can just create your own jurisdiction. That's it. <laughs> create your own jurisdiction. The Amish do it. Mm-hmm. The Jewish do it. Yep. And you do it at the Catholic. The Catholics do it. Everybody do it. And we do, yes, we do it at the Catholic. Jehovah Republic. Witnesses do it. Yep. The Mormons do it. Mm-hmm. The Freemasons do it. The, the, these organizations are private and they're outside the scope of the United States government. They're part of the private sector. Just Google private sector right yes. now. Google public sector right now so you know we're not lying. Then Google 28 USC 3002, mm-hmm. subsection 15A. United States means federal corporation. Yes. When you learn that what a person means mm-hmm. in the definitions, persons is a corporation. Yes. A citizen is a slave of the United States corporation. Mm-hmm. A parent, like you said, these terms. Yes. What'd you call them? There are... Uh, you asked me so fast. Yeah, yeah, you called it. You said these are yeah, parent of rents, but yeah, they're yeah, they're, it's a parent uh, of rents. But he called them as he had a certain term for it. Yeah, he, he put me on the spot so fast. <laughs> <laughs> they're commercial terms, though. Yeah, but they're they're um uh um uh, franchising Fran- franchise words yeah. franchise words. Yeah, parent means a parent who rents. Mm-hmm. Child or children mean property of a corporation. Mm-hmm. So you have to say you're the mother, mm-hmm. you're the father. Mm-hmm. That's your son. That's mm-hmm. your daughter. Mm-hmm. And right. that's how you have to operate. That Learn or your offspring. Or your offspring. If yeah. you're going to say that you're black, yeah. you okay. need to include your definition of what black means. Because mm-hmm. to them, black is a word they own. You know, it, color of law. That's where they get their power. Yes. And you know, what's funny is that, you know, uh, Martin Luther King was against, because what happened is they infiltrated the march. And Martin Luther King was against calling black, you know, the so-called blacks blacks. He said, that's going to put us back. You know, we don't it's identify right. with that. But when you started having music, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. Black power, fight the power. You had all these songs, music, music. right? Music. It started to influence. Because well, remember, um, John Maxwell said it best. He says, leadership is not dictated by your position or your title. It's dictated by your influence. And so influence is leadership. And so they get music to influence you to a potentially lead you. And so we started to hold to the black and I'm proud. And you started getting the the black with the African symbol in it or the African logo and the red, the green well, and all that. Well, hip hop, hip hop influences the whole world. Mm-hmm. Right. They changed it. They changed the frequencies. Hip hop stands for higher infinite power healing our people. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to free each other through through slavery, yeah. through songs. Mm-hmm. They would they would hand Old off Negro the messages spiritual. through song. It's like parables, having a parable. Yeah. You got a message in the song. Mm-hmm. And they changed the frequency of hip hop to rap. Mm-hmm. And you know, they change they, they continue to change the frequencies. And that's just what happens, man. Mm-hmm. You know, we learn our ABCs through a song. Then they and we learned that we're a star first, twinkle twinkle little star, then they remix the same beat and teach you ABCs. Yep. We'll be back after a quick break. In a world where borders can limit opportunities. One book dares to challenge the norm and empower foreign nationals like never before. Introducing Can't Touch This, Diplomatic Immunity as a Foreign National by best-selling author Don Kalam. Did you know there is a difference being a citizen and national? This is for foreign nationals seeking to expand their horizons. Do you dream of obtaining a diplomatic passport and the freedom it brings? Don Kalam reveals the secrets to unlocking diplomatic immunity and creating your own nation. Discover why you are already a foreign national 
learn the steps to obtain a diplomatic passport, and explore how you can be recognized by numerous nations on your diplomatic journey. Most never knew they could have diplomatic immunity as a foreign national. This book is a game-changer for anyone seeking freedom and recognition on the international stage. Get your copy of Can't Touch This Today and embark on a journey towards diplomatic immunity and creating your own nation. Order your copy now and unlock the power of diplomatic immunity as a foreign national. Can't Touch This. Diplomatic Immunity as a Foreign National by Don Kalam. Available now at leading bookstores and online. Get your copy today. Yep. And, and it's all. And that's how everything works. And so, like, even when you look at all throughout the scriptures, they're all songs. And it's funny because it says, and they will sing a renewed song. The songs of Moses was the song of deliverance. And now when in Revelation, they said they will sing a new song. What is the new song? A new song is not a new. It's a renewed song. And so it's a song to bring us back, to awake our consciousness. If right now we're in 2023, and if you was born in the 80s, 70s, 60s, or you was born in the early 2000s, if you hear a song in that time frame, it will automatically put you back to time. what you did in, like in that time frame. It's just like a jurisdiction. And so now when you're having certain sounds and you have a certain frequencies and, and, and it's renewing you, now it brings you back. It wakens your consciousness to say, oh, think about it. Blood runs deep. Blood has it's passed through from 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 man to woman. I have my generations, my ancestors in me. And so if blood speaks, because that's what the scripture says. What did you do to your brother Abel? Because his blood speaks from the ground. So blood speaks. Mm. And so when we hear certain frequencies and vibrations, it will bring us back to what our ancestors heard. It will bring us back to who we are. And it will empower us. And now since we're in the age of Aquarius information, now information, words, frequencies, vibrations is causing us to arise and say, hey, I know who I am now. Hey, this been inside me for so long. Now I can express it. Now I could come out with it. You know, it's automatically embedded in the, uh, especially indigenous people. When they hear that war horn, they know it's time to go to war. Yes. Yeah. And the war horn is blowing. Mm -hmm. It's that time now. Mm -hmm. This is why it's important to learn this. Yeah. This is why it's important to get yourself um, wrapped up into a private organization or private tribes that's actually living this life. They got land. Like I told you, Jason, look at their life. If they don't have more than you, you can't learn nothing from them. Yeah. How, look at how far they can take you. Look, uh, look at their life. That's how far they can take you. Mm -hmm. And as simple as that. Mm -hmm. You know, so you learn from people that's actually um, be in places that you want to go mm -hmm. and you inspire to be. And everybody got anything to offer. And like I said, yeah, they but, do. But it's offer or it's acceptance, right? That's they it. They issue a contract, or I would like to say they're trying to feed you something and you say, look, I'm not eating that. I'm not. Right, that's it. Yeah. So I have a right to contract. So you're offering something, but I refuse it because that's not the wavelength I'm on. And so that's how we have everything is contractual, right? Everything is offer and acceptance, offer acceptance, offer credit, debit, offer acceptance. Credit and debit. And you got to make sure that people are actually credited in your account. Yes. Instead of just debiting. Yes. Because the debit, I don't care if it's money or not that's coming out that account. Mm -hmm. It's still a debit. Yes. Yes. If you're running as a credit, you're getting that back. Yes. It comes back to you multiplied. That's how credit operates. Mm -hmm. Comes back with interest. His word should not return void, but it shall accomplish to every sense. And your word, our word, 
our credit should never return void. It should always bring back and, increase. And when you when you're learning how to set these things up, um, like we talked about this too, it's tax avoidance versus tax evasion. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to evade nothing. It's tax mm-hmm. avoidance. Um, and everything is investments. You learn how to invest these things, you get these credits back. Mm-hmm. You buy an electric car, you put it in the business name, it's for the business. That's not only an asset for the business, you also get the credits mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is how rich people maneuver. So they have less of a, a tax liability mm-hmm. learning how to use these pass-through entities correctly. A lot of people just focus on the trust. You got me off of that. And now, Jason, you're operating off it. Man, what is easier, learning the trust and the LLCs or learning how to operate from an unincorporated association? Unincorporated association. A lot less paperwork. Yes. A lot less headache. A lot to keep up with. You talk to the right bankers, they already know how to help you and operate it correctly. Yep. You just ask the right questions, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was easy to set up when ordered all. And then you put it on file with the county is what you did. Yeah. And what's the point of that? Uh, just so it's recognized. So now you got a private organization that's recognized by your county. Yep. And that's all authentication is. Oh, yeah. And and that's why I still people clear away from the birth certificate. You don't even have the original copy. No. If I go to the Chief's tribe and have somebody born from a midwife yes. or something like that, I get the original birth certificate original from your tribe. Yes. And this can be used for identity purposes. Identity purposes. We can go get passports. Yes, you can get your passports. Like I say, you can do the affidavit of birth. You can get passports. You can do baby baptismals. All this is recognized as identity. And um, and that's the thing. We have to, once again, those are the things that you want authenticated. Because number one, right. when you're in the tribe, the tribe authenticated first. And then they give you another copy of it that you can now get it authenticated with the state. And so out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So you have one in the tribe and you have one in the state of states and it's recognized two witnesses. See, I don't want people to just think Africa when they think tribes, but Africans move the same way. Mm -hmm. They make their own documents. The name might change. But I'm talking about, I want you to think like Jewish people. I want you to think like Amish people. They're already in America. Mormons, people, these private organizations that's operating like this already outside the scopes of the United States government. So if there's any infraction, something goes down, the government cannot take their car away. The government can't kick them out their house for a foreclosure. Mm -hmm. This is why you're protected through your tribal community. Yes. Most hey, they take care of each other too. They take care of each other. We donate like our tribe. Mm-hmm. We donate towards each other. We mm-hmm. take care of our causes. Mm-hmm. You know the yeah. system don't do that for you. They give you food stamps and you're out to dry on your own. Yeah, and and that's the benefit of having a tribe is that once again, when you're in that tribe, the tribe looks out for each other. Now you might have some people that gets out of it that don't like it or they're this and they're that. Well, a lot of times the rules and regulations or your constitutions or whatever is there to protect you. That's it. And and a lot of times when people and it's funny because people get Americanized. And so when they come over here, uh, it's like, oh, I was in bondage. No, you wasn't in bondage. You had to understand culture because out here. Yes, you're free to do whatever. But once again, with much freedom, well, with much responsibility. You, well, I just want to put this up. Then you're in bondage when you're sitting here trying to claim you're sovereign. <laughs> You you say I got my UCC one file or whatever it may be. We done heard it all. Mm-hmm. If you're still using the ID, your birth certificate, public bank accounts, you're not free. You don't have land. You're not free. And it's just that simple. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting here looking for your savior for what? You got to learn how to save yourself and be sufficient. Mm-hmm. So some of the uh, rules on the uh, from being free was uh, having your own uh, medical facilities. Yes, have your own medical facilities. Uh, your own justice, 
Um, and it was yes. your, your also mm -hmm. economics. Economics, justice, and healthcare. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get out the system. You unplug with the form. Uh, Sorry, not justice. Agriculture. 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 Food. So food, you can feed yeah, your family. Food, you can feed your tribe. Healthcare. Healthcare. Yes. And then, and then economics. Economics. But they, you do have your own tribal community. There should be punishment. Yes. When stuff goes on, you have your own education. And, and when people hear punishment, like when you're in school, you got you get punishment. Right. You get you go down to the principal's office, right? When you're in job, Detention. when you at work, right. right? It's the same thing. You get a probation or you get disciplinary. You get uh, you get sent home early. Whatever. Don't get Those are all punishments. And so a lot of times when we look at judgment, we're looking at it wrong. When you step outside and it's raining, you made a judgment. You say, "Hey, I want to get an umbrella. I want to get a coat." That's, it. That's a judgment. You know, it's a verdict. That's all it is. And so when you're in a tribal organization or you're in a tribal community in a group. You have to have, okay, if these are not being kept and upheld, what is the penalties for? That's it. Mm -hmm. Because through the penalty, that's when you would get restitution. That's when you would now start to awaken and say, you know what? I shouldn't have done that. Right. You know, through Moses' day, it was an eye for an eye. Mm -hmm. You killed my cat, I get your cat. Mm -hmm. You know, stuff like that, mm -hmm. man. Oh, yeah. Eye for an eye, eye finger for life. For a finger. Yeah. You still, you got your finger cut off. Stuff like that. That was in Iraq, yeah. I seen that. Yeah, that's the, that's their law, man, and it's it's perfectly illegal, you mm -hmm. know? And that's just what it is, man. Yeah, I think someplace if you get caught stealing, you get your hand cut off. Yeah. Yes, you get your hand cut off. I had a lot of people stealing. in Iraq, I yeah. seen that, and I was like, hey, would you ever steal again? He looked and said, no. No. Uh -uh. <laughs> but yet, out here, they send you to jail because they make money. Right. So yeah. think about it. If, if... I have rights of restitution. If someone did me wrong and they broke into my house, right, and they sent them to jail, I'm still saying unjust, unjust, because who's going to restore me back? Yeah, that's right. You see what I'm saying? So forgiveness will only happen in the eyes of restitution. Hey, you took from me, give me back equal or a more value of what was taken from me. Don't send them to jail because that's not benefiting me. He has to learn by restitution or the person has to learn by restitution. When you have to just imagine insurance versus insurance. I hit your that's car. It. I was doing something stupid. I got insurance that'll cover it. That's not teaching you anything. No. But if you actually have to pay for that, yeah. oh, you're going to be like, nah, I ain't drinking right. ever again and driving. <laughs> yes, Let me slow down a little bit. Yeah. That's it. Is there any last words, man? We're going to wrap this up, man. Any last words, Jason, man? Not that I know of. Y'all been intrigued just watching y'all listening. Yeah, you was quiet today, man. He was quiet today, but we appreciate your presence. Most man. definitely. I appreciate y'all. You guys, y'all tap in with Jason. Jason is a, is a plethora. He's a celebrity. He got his blue He's, check he now, got, man. <laughs> <laughs> all, yeah. Hey, we all blue check certified in the building, man. Go check out my Instagram. I got a blue check. We got brunch in the mean, building. I got it. People right. are still, listen, tickets are sold out in Atlanta. It's stay mm -hmm. in the room only. Mm -hmm. People are still trying to get next to us, man. We're I feel like a, a celebrity for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been doing this for a while, but it's not hitting like now, having the team together. Mm -hmm. I got a team I get to share the spotlight with, man. That feels great, man. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah it definitely feels great. You know, and I, like I said, my last words is just, you know, figure out what you want to do with your life. You know what I mean? Just definitely. Yeah. Then, figure I, out what I, you want to do and do it. Figure it out, man. I mean, the beginning was the word, word was God. Confess it to yourself, mm -hmm. man. State it out loud to yourself what you want to be. If you claim you want to be part of a tribe and you're private and you really want to do this, you got to understand how to do it correctly. Mm -hmm. It's more than just talking. You got to learn how to live it and do it and then learn how to become a provider. Mm -hmm. um, one of my biggest pet peeves is all these people talking about their chiefs, but they don't own no land. Mm -hmm. Not only do you, uh, we call you chief of Mir Zayed, not only do you have land, you're helping people acquire land themselves. You're helping build a whole city. Yes. 
put a whole city together. The commissioner called you today. <laughs> you know? So this is, to me, this is real nation building. And for some reason, this is not what's popular out here. Uh-uh. They want to uh, catch the people that's not actually nation building. Uh-huh. That's just on on in somebody else's house. Uh-huh. Haven't built that. nothing, you know? <laughs> They're paying rent. You How you claiming a block when you pay rent? Uh-huh. You know, you telling people this is your block, this is your set. So these are my biggest pet peeves, man. But we're here to help anybody. We're not here to bash you. We want to get you in those positions so you can live your true, authentic self. Because obviously, if you're you're living a life that's not necessarily the life that you're living, but you're portraying, that's somewhere that you want to go. So now you have a vision and you have a purpose and yes. a direction to go. Yes. We have a place to go. Yes. So this is what I'm doing for the people, man. You don't have to... Uh, Keep leading people astray because you can only take the people as far as you. Mm-hmm. So be mindful of that when you're giving out advice out there. Yes, most definitely. Be mindful of that. And once again, who are you? And that's something that you have to see when you when you are booking a ticket. They ask you three questions: where you are, where you want to go, and how fast you want to get there. And that's life. And if you can comprehend that, and you can find the wisdom in that, you will go far. November 11th, we're in Atlanta, Georgia, man. Are you ready for that, man? I'm ready. This is just a preview of what's to come. Yes, I'm ready. You can help people get their tribes together, correct? Most definitely. That's what you're here to do. You're a tribal expert. Yes, yes, most definitely. Jason, he does estate planning. He's living in trust. Jason helped me. He's been helping a lot of people. Yeah, he's understanding. (laughs) He's being modest right now. Yeah, he's understanding (laughs) the tax game for sure. He's understanding it, man, for sure. Understanding, um... Operating from a 508C1A, unincorporated association, staying private, but also learning how to be in the public um, with pass-through entities such as holding companies and operating companies and making your name an operating company. Your name is the business. Yes. This is what Jason has mastered. Yes. You know? And then shout out to um, Nolan Zander. He, he's mastered the international status correction, mm-hmm. and his paperwork has got himself out of jail. Yes. If you need any... Um, uh, testimonials. He got himself out of jail twice. His mugshot's out there. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's real. No one's you know? already famous. Yeah, no yeah, one's famous. He's already famous, man. Most definitely. You Shout know? out to no one. How can we follow you on Instagram, Chief Amir Zaire, correct? Yeah, at Chief Amir Zaire on IG. Uh, also, website, IamAmirZaire.com. I am Amir Zaire. AmirZaire.com. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, you, sure. Mabe Jason on Instagram. I think so. Yeah, M-A-B-E, Jason, J-A-S on win. I got my boys running it for me. Jackson. Yeah, he got his boys. Shout out to uh, Aiden and Jackson. Yes, man. shout out. And I want to shout out my family. You know, I want to shout out my wife, Jasmine, Kiana, my kids. I got a lot of them, so I don't name them. But my tribe, my family, and everybody that's rocking with me. Shout out well, to man, Shout out to my kids, Elijah, Isaiah, Tarmion, and Ava, man. How you gonna say the names? Now you got me. Hey, I got, he said hey. his names. And like, <laughs> I, 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 I keep my. I really keep my life yeah, private. You man. do. You I do. keep my life private, but I'm gonna give a shout out because they proud of their daddy. Yeah, man. yeah. They're proud of their daddy. Their mamas ain't. We ain't always seeing eye to eye, but they they still fans. You can still call me baby mama. <laughs> I gotta shout out my youngest too, Ashton and my wife. I haven't got to talk to Ashton. Nah, they. He stays with his mom a lot, helping her at her store. All right. That's what's up. Business owners, too. Yeah. Man. That's what y'all both have in common. Mm-hmm. Y'all both, y'all, well, you know, he don't have multiple wives. I don't think, dude. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> he only talks about one. <laughs> <laughs>
They all got the same name, Channing. They all got the same name, Channing. Same name. No way I can't get them mixed up. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, that's Who are the phone with? Channing? Channing. Oh, yeah. Who's yeah. Channing? Yeah, man. Since the South and Tribe, man, we're really doing this. We're really protecting generational dreams. You can um, catch us on gifted-guardians.org. Yes. We got the dash in the middle. They shut the first one down. So gifted-guardians.org. And you can get private memberships, too, at mygiftedguardians.com. Yeah, that's right. Man, tap in, tune in. We're going to continue bringing this. This has um, been an absolutely amazing experience, and we're here for the people, man. Catch us in the city near you. It looks like we're going to be in Houston in January. Yes. And then a like. big event in March in Orlando, man. Stay tuned for that at gifted-guardians.org, man. We appreciate you. Much peace and love. Peace and remember, love. prosperity is your divine birthright. Get tapped in and tuned in with the private people that's really living the life, getting land, acquiring land, and making major moves out here in the world, man. Feeding their tribe. Yes. Peace and love. Peace. Are you ready to unlock the secrets of commerce and build an empire that lasts for generations? Look no further. Introducing Million Dollars Worth of Game by Don Kalam, your official guide to the private and public side of commerce. In this groundbreaking book, Don Kalam reveals the strategies and insider knowledge you need to create and protect your wealth. Learn how to navigate the intricate world of commerce, master the art of building an empire, and secure a lasting legacy for your family. Get your hands on million dollars worth of game today and embark on a transformative journey toward financial abundance. Don't miss out on the opportunity to build your empire and secure a prosperous future for generations to come. Get ready to conquer the world of commerce. Million Dollars Worth of Game by Don Kalam, your ultimate guide to building an empire and leaving a legacy. Million Dollars Worth of Game by Don Kalam. Available now. Get your copy and start your journey to generational wealth.